Hi there, it's Sharon Hesp here, the Good Gut Girl. Welcome to the Good Gut Girl podcast. So today I wanted to talk to you about parasites. So intestinal parasites are organisms that live off other organisms. Those other organisms are usually you. So the most common parasites are Dentamoeba fragilis or Blastocystis hominis. Sometimes they will be known as Dentamoeba species or blastocystis species. There are other parasites, but these are the most common ones that um, that I do usually see. And sometimes parasites can cause symptoms such as diarrhea, constipation, bloating, pain, or sometimes they can be what we call asymptomatic, which means you get absolutely no symptoms. So it's thought that parasites can enter your body via contaminated water. And when they do enter via contaminated water, it's most likely um, via tank water. So what happens is you'll get some possums on the roof that have one of those parasites in their intestines. They'll poo on the roof. It will rain. That rainwater will go through that poo and then you'll ingest it. So Parasites can also enter your body via a fecal oral route of transmission. And this often happens when people are very not hygienic and not very hygienic and they don't wash their hands after they go to the bathroom. Um, and you can catch parasites like this from wait staff, from people that cook, from absolutely anywhere. Um, you know, if you touch the handrail when you're on the train, something like that, it's a it's that's another way that you can get parasites. But if the source is not discovered, the source of the parasite infestation, um, repeated infestations can be problematic. So at the moment, testing and treatment is controversial and problematic. Is the testing too sensitive? Do parasites really need to be eradicated? How effective are antibiotics? And how effective are herbal medicines and nutrients? These are all the sort of questions that are often asked when people have a parasite infection. So is the testing too sensitive? Uh, some people are saying that the testing is far too sensitive. Do they need to really be eradicated? Now, if you had a parasite infestation and you had absolutely no symptoms, I would say just leave them how they are. They are not affecting you. But Lots and lots of times I see many, many patients and they have symptoms from parasites, symptoms that they are really struggling to live with. So we do our best at getting that gut microbiome healthy so that the parasites um, won't be able to live there anymore. And we do our very best to reduce the, um, the parasite load as well. Antibiotics, a general antibiotic that is sometimes used is sometimes called, is called flagell. That is not very effective. Sometimes if antibiotics need to be given, secnizidol is an antibiotic that is um, that has to be compounded um, and that has shown some efficacy in ridding the body of antibiotics. Um, herbal medicines and nutrients as well are also very, very good at, um, at getting rid of parasites, but they are difficult little buggers to get rid of. So we, we do our best and really it's about getting that microbiome and getting that gut as healthy as we can because parasites don't like to hang out in healthy environments. So 
the healthier your gut is, the less likelihood you will have parasites. So some people have symptoms such as bloating after foods, smelly stools. If you have a child, their behavioural problems may be quite um, much worse when they have a parasite. Sometimes people have constipation, sometimes diarrhoea. Mushy poo is quite a big symptom of a parasite and it's one that when um, my patients fill in their new patient information form, if they tell me they have mushy poo, I will consider that they do have a parasite. Now, if you're worse after potato and rice, that can as well indicate that you have a parasite. If you're worse after starchy foods, and what I mean by worse is if you feel worse after you eat potato and rice, if you feel worse after you eat starchy foods, they're all pretty pretty big indications that you um, that you do have a parasite. And this is a really strange symptoms, but if your symptoms are worse at the time of the full moon, that as well can indicate that you have a parasite. Um, and as well, if you've holidayed in recent um, recent times in places such as the northern New South Wales coast, places such as Mullumbimby and Byron Bay do have a lot of parasites up there. And I always say to people, if you're going to holiday in those sort of places, you should treat the water as you would in a third world country because there are a lot of parasites and you will pick one up if you have water drink water that's infested with parasites. So that's an interesting thing as well. So parasites do feed off starchy foods. And if you remove the starchy foods, you'll notice a a big reduction in symptoms. So often if I've got a patient and we've got a parasite problem and we're trying to really reduce the load or get that microbiome in better shape, I I tell them to really remove um, foods such as wheat, rye, oats, barley, corn, rice, potato, sweet potato, dried beans and peas, tapioca, sago, peanuts, chestnuts, bananas, green beans and cooked onions. Now, for some people, this is really, really a challenge to remove those sort of foods and um, and, and, it, and it really, really can be challenging because many Prepared foods contain starches like couscous, breads, biscuits, muffins, cakes, pasta, tabbouleh, breakfast cereals. And to remove all of those foods from your diet can really be difficult, and especially if you're talking about dealing with a child. So if the task is too hard, and I do understand that it can be too hard, at a minimum, I say to people to remove rice, potato, corn, plus whatever other symptoms, uh, other foods seem to aggravate the symptoms. So you might be fine with most foods, but banana is terrible. That That's a common thing as well. So I do use a combination of herbal medicines and nutrients to try and kill off parasites. Um, but most importantly, I do try and improve that gut health to make the environment inhospitable for parasites to survive. By healing the gut, and addressing current gut conditions. That's what I do try to do. So parasites really do need to be retested to ensure that they've been eradicated. This usually can be done after three months. So, or sometimes I'll say to people, if you feel that they're gone, 
we can retest. And many people do say, yes, they do notice when they have gone because they feel so much better. Sometimes I say to people, it's a good idea to do a food trial before retesting with with some rice or potato or corn or a food that you know has really aggravated your gut in the past and then retest if there's no aggravation. So Sometimes if we can't eradicate the parasites after three months, we may go with a dose of compounded compounded antibiotics. Uh, Sometimes we will do another three months. It just depends on the person. It just depends on your symptoms. And it just depends on what you want to do. So parasites are... um, they're tricky to get rid of. They are very controversial. Um, Lots of health practitioners nowadays don't actually think that they um, should be uh, removed. But if you're getting symptoms and you know those symptoms are because of your parasite, because you've looked at everything else, then sometimes it's a good idea to try to reduce them. So I hope this podcast has been interesting for you and keep an eye out for all of my other podcasts. Thank you.